Brandon Tatum Show is on KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Welcome to the Brandon Tatum Show. Every Saturday at 6 p.m., y'all know what it is. All I do is talk common sense. The reason people love my show is because I keep it 100. I keep it real. I'm a former police officer. I'm a Christian. And y'all already know I'm a Trump supporter. If you're not following me on social media, make sure you follow me at The Officer Tatum. (coughs) The Officer Tatum on all of my social media platforms. I have a special guest in our studios today, Mike Day. And he he won't concede to this. He'll never concede to this. He is the baddest man alive. God was very graceful to Mike to keep him alive. He took as many shots as I can count on my hands and feet in warfare. Navy SEAL, a great man. We'll get to him in a second. Let's talk real quick about uh, Donald Trump and some things that have happened this week. I want I want to touch base on that real quick before we bring Mike in. And you guys make you want to stay. You, you make sure you stay tuned. So Donald Trump, they talked about him in Iran, that he was going to create a war and all of this stuff. Obviously, it did not happen. Nancy, I'm drunk on the weekend. Pelosi, or a.k.a. my dentures are falling out every time I speak, although I'm the speaker of the house. She decided to send over the articles of impeachment, the weakest articles of impeachment in United States history. I don't know what she's thinking. I don't know why she's thinking, but it's not going to work. Donald Trump has so much support that it's out of control. Let me give you an example. Donald Trump has movements. He has rallies. Bernie Sanders have gatherings. Uh, 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 look, look, what they call it? a little cookout. A little bakery sale. That's what that's what Bernie Sanders has. Elizabeth Warren, all of the such. They have nothing to offer. And then when it comes to impeachment, the articles have been drug out and drug out and drug out. She waited forever to send them. That tells me that she's not serious about it. I'm predicting Trump 2020 landslide. And I think all of you guys agree with me. Right. And if you don't just do a little research and you will soon. So I want to get to Mike Day because this is a gentleman that I met. I think it was about a year ago. At the Freedom Expo. Was you going this year? When you year? I think yeah, we can have one every year. Yeah, Are you going to be there this year? Yeah, I'm at Freedom. Day. You'll be there. Yeah, I'll be there. We, you have to be there, dude. You, I, I remember. I remember. Um, I'm speaking at that one. I you're speaking at yeah. the new one. So Mike, I met him there. I heard his story, and I was blown away. Korean was there, blown away. We drove some race cars. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was a fun time. We'll, we'll get to that. So Mike is, is launching a book. I'm a, I'm I'm going to. Let him explain all of that to you guys, let you guys know where to find it. But, Mike, first, I want you to tell a little bit about that story of how when you were fighting for this country and the reason why I label you the baddest man on earth, you took I need that wallet. over 20 plus shots <laughs> and you still fought. You kept persevering and you took out the enemy, a true American hero. Give my followers the people who are listening just a quick synopsis of like what happened like what 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 was going on that day well i was basically just trying to save my own butt yeah nothing special but i was in the seal teams for 20 uh 21 years uh at about my 19 year mark uh was on a turnover operation where i got shot 27 times wow 27 times 27 took 16 to the body and 11 to the body armor wow and you and you you took i mean you took them you took yeah. them, and at some point, I remember you you, you told a story that um, that you had uh, you passed out at some point. Uh, that that 
Oh, in the house. I had a grenade go off in the house yeah. and knock me out. The grenade knocked you out? But when I woke from that, I mean, the, I mean, we can go over the whole gunfight real quick. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> so what I, I, I want people to be able to hear it. So what I'm going to do is, because we only got like two minutes in this segment, we're gonna, I'm going to bring you back in the next segment, and we're going to okay. talk about, I want you to talk about the whole gunfight. Because, dude, this is hero one-on-one. But I want you to talk about the gunfight. But real quick, your launch of the book, what's the name of the book? Uh, Perfectly Wounded. Perfectly Wounded. Perfectly Wounded will be launching around what time? It'll be released June 8th. Uh, be ready for pre-sale here coming up uh, inside of the next week. All right. Where can people find at least a link to your social media and maybe a preliminary link to the pre-order of that book? That would be uh, perfectlywounded.com, uh, where we will have links to where the book can be purchased, uh, pre-ordered. And uh, my my. Social media is a mess right now. I guess yeah. my Instagram. He's getting it together. I'm going to get him together. I'm going to help him out. His, <laughs> his daughter's helping him out. Yeah. Where, where, where can they find you on the Instagram? Uh, on uh, Instagram, it's Mike Day, Mike Day 5326. Mike Day 5326. Mike Day 5326. Y'all make sure y'all go follow Mike Day. He's coming back in the second segment. We're going to talk more about the book. We're going to talk about his heroic experience as a SEAL fighting for this country. Make sure y'all stay tuned. You listen to Brandon Tatum's show on KTAR. Hold the phone. Brandon Tatum, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. The Brandon Tatum Show is on KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Welcome back, welcome back. You're listening to the Brandon Tatum Show every Saturday at 6 p.m. Make sure you stay tuned. I got Mike Day in the studio, Navy SEAL. I, I call him the baddest man on planet Earth. You know, you know, he's humble. He's a humble guy, so he ain't going to say it, so I'm going to say it for him. And we're going to talk a little bit about his story. Make sure you follow me on social media, all of my platforms, D Officer Tatum. Again, we have Mike Day in the studio. Mike Day is a Navy SEAL. He has a book coming out, Perfectly Wounded. You can get that book at perfectlywounded.com. Follow him on all of his social media, or at least on the Instagram for now. He's going to get it all together. His daughter's working on it. We're going to help him out. Mike Day, it'll be at Mike Day 5326 on the Instagrams. So, Mike, we were talking in the last segment a little bit about your story, about your sacrifice for this country in 2007 as a Navy SEAL um, in Iraq. Um, Doing doing work. That's pretty much what you were doing. So, but I want to I want to tell the audience and, and allow you to finish telling the story about why you were there, what happened to you, and you know, kind of how did you get to this point that you're at today? All right. Well, first of all, I just want to say that the book's not the book's not about. It's not like a shoot 'em up book. Uh, the eye catcher for me is that I did get shot 27 times. Otherwise, nobody would listen to me. Uh, but it's a it's a memoir. Uh, of myself uh, and the trauma and the resiliency that I had to build to get through the trauma. Yeah. Uh, so I don't. I'm not the kind of person to be able to give advice. I just kind of give examples. This is kind of how I did it. So that's that's the gist of the book. It's not a shoot 'em up book. It's more of a. Yeah. The publisher even asked me, "Hey, were you going to call this a Navy SEAL book or is it a self help book?" And I was like, "I leave the ambiguity. Yeah. It's a Navy SEAL self help book. Right. Right. That's how I help myself. You know, I'm not right. explaining to anybody else how to do it. Yeah. But the uh, the the event that uh, is is so amazing, and I was there, and I I quite don't believe it, um, was the event where I got shot twenty seven times. This was one gunfight uh, where I had gotten into a gunfight with uh, uh, four guys in a small room, about a twelve by twelve room. Uh, two of them had AK forty sevens. One yeah. of them had an M four. One of them had a pistol. 
<clears throat> but it was a target uh, that uh, we were going after because they were shooting down helicopters. So that's why we're going uh, where we were. I went up on target going going into a room as number one guy. Uh, those four, uh, those four uh, gentlemen were in there waiting for me to enter the room. So as soon as I entered the room, uh, they just opened up on me, beat me to the trigger. Um, as I was falling down the left wall, uh, I transitioned to my pistol because I had lost my rifle, killed the guy down the left wall, uh, landed next to him. And uh, there was a guy trying to run out of the room. I didn't know it at the time, but he had pulled a pin on a grenade. He was wow. trying, to, trying to run out into the hallway with the grenade to blow up the guys in the hallway. And I shot him, and he fell to his knees and blew up and knocked me out. Wow. Uh, so behind me, my number two guy, who was an Iraqi scout, one of the guys that we trained, yeah. uh, got hit in the chest, knocked out of the room. The guy behind him got hit in the chest, and he died in the doorway. Wow. That was another Iraqi scout. <clears throat> and around it passed through two doorways and it hit Clark Schwedler in the neck. He was a Navy SEAL on his 27 years old on his second deployment. Uh, he was killed, uh, killed in action on that target. Uh, hit him in the neck, a single round, uh, and just and he just wound up bleeding out on target. Uh, when the grenade went off, I was knocked unconscious. Um, no SEALs had seen me go into the room on the Iraqi scouts. Uh, a couple guys tried to get back into the room, and there were still two guys in there with AK-47 sawing up the door jam. They couldn't get in. Uh, I asked for status in the house. I was unconscious. Uh, I had three Iraqi scouts that had penetrated deeper into the house, uh, and they couldn't get back through that funnel. That's where all the rounds were coming through, so they got stuck in the back of the house. <laughs> and then the team decided to pull back and uh, use the Spectre gunship to uh, take care of the target. Um, What's a Spectre gunship? It's an AC-130. Uh a C-130, it's a pr- propeller-driven aircraft. It's usually uh-huh. a cargo aircraft, but yeah. this one has uh, different weapon systems on it. Yeah. <laughs> a 105 howitzer, which I'm pretty sure is like a tank. Yeah. <laughs> uh, tank round. So it's a bad machine. Yeah, it's a it's bad a machine. 22 <laughs> millimeter that it can put in every square inch of a football field in about 10 seconds. Wow, wow. Sounds like a big fart in the sky. <laughs> like 10 seconds later, the ground erupts. All right. <clears throat> um, but we have our, our procedures. You can't drop bombs and stuff unless you have a full head count. Yeah. Uh, so they didn't know that Clark had uh, been killed in action inside. They didn't know I was unconscious when they asked for status in the house. Uh, I didn't come up on radio because I was unconscious. Uh, wouldn't have been able to anyway. My radio had been shot so many times. And at this point, how many rounds have you taken? Oh, I don't know. I can't, don't know. I can't tell you when. Yeah. Uh, I, I do believe when I was unconscious that they – they shot me twice in the butt, mm. stood over top of me, shot me twice in the butt, and then uh, shoved the pistol in my body armor and shot me twice in the back because mm. uh, there was holes in my back that don't line up. There's no holes in the body armor. Right. Uh, there were no rounds that actually penetrated through my body armor, and that took 11 rounds basically inside of, at, inside of 10 feet. Wow. Took three AK-47 AK rounds. rounds to the chest. And the rifle plate took it. Yeah. Um, they had a— uh, an M4 uh, from an ambush, mm. we tracked it back down to an army unit that was a bit west of us out in Ramadi. They had his, they had his helmet, his night vision goggles, wow. his, his load-bearing equipment, uh, his M4, his pistol, wow. and his name was actually on the, uh, on the equipment. Dang. <clears throat> so the green tip that I got hit with actually penetrated uh, through the plate and got stopped halfway through the ply. 
Hmm. We were wearing a uh, two-part uh, body armor, you know, the soft armor and then the, and then the plate. So if I didn't have that soft armor, that, that green tip probably would have yeah, probably through. got inside me. Yeah. Because I do believe the plate was 4-alpha also. Okay. I think guys now are running with just straight 4-alpha plates. That'll hurt. Right. Uh, the rounds that hit my, uh, my body armor broke ribs. Wow. And I had a contusion on my right lung. I thought I had a sucking chest wound. Wow, because I, I think what people don't realize too with armor is that, you know, it's not it stops the round, but the but the force from the round. Uh, well, it hurts like hell. It's, it, it'll hurt you. Uh, it, uh, I would say it actually hurt more than any of the rounds. Wow, that hit my body. Wow, it it felt like I was being hit with like five dudes with like twenty pound sledgehammers, just full swings. That's what it felt like. Dang, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. So you're unconscious. Um, at some point, you know, obviously you've been shot maybe a couple times while you're unconscious. Then you come to, then what happened? You know, by that time they had tried to get in the room. They couldn't get in, so they pulled back to use the Spectre uh, gunship to blow up the house. Uh, didn't have a full head count. Uh, they were taking fire from outside from, from around the target, so they were trying to get that organized. But as they were pulling back, I, I woke back up, and I still had a couple rounds in my in my pistol, and I unloaded uh, – that magazine uh, did a magazine change, and then I believe that's when they realized I was still alive. I think they thought they killed me when I was unconscious because yeah. of the holes in my back. It just that shattered my scapula, but it didn't didn't go into any internal organs. Um. So I I did that magazine change, reengaged them. They they reengaged me. I literally had an AK around, hit the foot of the magazine, and blew the hand grips off the pistol, caused my pistol to malfunction. I did a malfunction drill, you know, tap rack bang, and I yeah. uh, killed those two dudes wow. with a pistol. I'm trying to get that company to work with me. Yeah, that's they a, should. They better work with you. That's a we're, damn awesome were commercial. They, were they, they headshots or uh, some body well, shots? See, that's another crazy thing about this whole thing for me was over my entire life, every time something like that happens where right. I'm really stressed out, pretty much when I'm getting ready to die. Yeah. Everything slows down for me, like in the Matrix, frame by frame. That's a, that's a brain thing. That's what the human and, brain does. It's happened to me a lot. Yeah. Uh, I wish I could do it on purpose. Yeah. Dude, it only yes. happens when I'm getting ready to die. Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> if you're, you're like a superhero power, dude, you can just slow it down. Yeah, well, I mean, they have uh, baseball players that can hit a fastball. Because they can, they can tap into it a well, little they, bit. Well, they say, some of those guys say they can see the spin of the ball and count the threat. That's yeah. a 95 mile an hour. Very few people can hit a 95 mile an hour fastball. Yeah, they're tapping into something. But I, I watch bullets spin. I watch vapor trails coming off them. Wow. I watched impact. I can tell you where most of the rounds impacted. Wow. I missed a couple too, but which is pretty bad that close. I've yeah. never been the best pistol shot. But. Yeah, but I mean, you, 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 your hand was damaged to some degree, wasn't it? Uh, or was it? <clears throat> at some point, and I, I didn't realize it until, until later that my, I had a round that went through my, the center of my thumb. I just can't yeah. bend that anymore. Right. It was... I mean, I can't, I can't say it didn't affect me at all. Uh, yeah, I think it affected people around me more. You think so? I, I didn't have, I didn't get PTSD from this. Yeah, I mean, I had another event in my life that um, we're not going to talk about on here that right. actually uh, gave me PTSD. But the, my experience, you know, my my family had never seen me get sick, never yeah. seen me get hurt. Uh, right. The effect on each of my children uh, at the time they were what six and sixteen. I didn't realize the effect it had on them. Yeah. You know, trauma can be transferred. True. And uh, 
I was a hard ass. And I was like, hey, I'm the one that got shot. So I'm not bothered by it. Why would it bother anybody else? True, and, true. Uh, I didn't realize until years later, uh, you know, the effect it had on the people around me. Yeah. Yeah, That's and, and that's something that, at least when you do service work, whether it's military overseas, whether it's things you do here in the homeland as police officers, it, it's something that people have to always remember, even if, if you are the service person, if you, you understand that what you do may affect, you know, how your family perceive you. My parents used to always be afraid when I go to work. I didn't care. You know, I was prepared, trained, everything. Yeah. But when I would go to work, my mom was like, especially when I left the police department, my mom was like, I'm glad you're done. You know, I felt like a hero doing it, but she's like, I'm glad that you're not, because I don't have to worry about you anymore. So well, Worrying doesn't do anything. Right, right. True. Facts. Doesn't so, fix anything. So we got to, we got two minutes. We got two minutes left. I mean, the story is, is compelling. It's, it's compelling. Um, but I want to get to the book. We'll get to the book in the next segment. Um, I want to leave everybody on the cliffhanger, because some of this is in your book, right? It's not it's not about this, but maybe some of it is or, or no. No, it, it is. It's it's, yeah. it's a memoir from my childhood, which right. was actually more traumatic than. Right. Than the, and you told me you told me that story. Yeah, my and father I, was an a monster. <laughs> <laughs> we can't use the word yeah. for who he was. He, on almost, the, on had, he almost had to bleep me. Yeah. <laughs> but we'll talk. Yeah. But, but in your book, you have this and people already can hear how um, heroic that story was that you told. They'll have a, a chance to hear that. They'll have a chance to hear about uh, your, your growing up, man. And then when you told me that story, I'm like, dude, how's this guy alive? How's he functioning today? How's he, you know, who he is? I mean, you're a great guy. I mean, I, if the times that we've, we've hung out. You're the coolest guy I know. Oh, I just hide my crazy well. Yeah, well, that's good. That's good. That's, don't we all? That's what my girl. That's what my girl tell me. She, when y'all, when people see me on on, on the TV, I, I'm hiding my crazy. So we'll talk about it. We have. I acknowledge um, it though. Yeah, you're not, see, that's the that's a the lot beginning. of people don't acknowledge. That's the beginning of, of recovering from it. Is if you can at least acknowledge it. Yeah, exactly. So Mike Day, Navy SEALs in the studio with me. Perfectly Wounded is his book. You can get his book at Perfectly Wounded. Dot com perfectly wounded.com follow him all our social media platforms at mike day 5326 you listen to the brandon tatum show we'll be back with more hold the phone the brandon tatum show is on ktar news 923 fm FM. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Brandon Tatum Show. Again, every six, every every Saturday at 6 p.m. I almost messed that up. Every Saturday at 6 p.m. you can get my show. Follow me on social media, the Officer Tatum on all of my social media platforms. I have Mike Day in the studio, Navy SEAL. I call him the baddest man in America. He has a book coming out, Perfectly Wounded. The book is ready for, it will be ready for pre-orders here soon. So make sure you go to perfectlywounded.com to get that. It'll be The full release date is June 8th. The book will be ready to go, but y'all need to get it now. Go and get your pre-order right now. Go on the website. If it ain't ready at this moment, then keep checking back until you get the pre-order book. Get it. It's going to be amazing. You need to, if if, you, if this is your first time listening, you need to go back and listen to the, the earlier segment so you can get a little more information about Mike. So, Mike, I want to talk to you about um, a, few, a few things. Virginia, the gun law, Second Amendment, all of that stuff, because I know you're a Second Amendment guy. Obviously, or, or what we talked about before, you're going to the SHOT Show. 
And so talk to us a little bit about the SHOT Show. You know, you're representing somebody at the SHOT Show. You know, what's that all about? Well, SHOT Show is the uh, largest is the largest tactical and gun show in the country. Yeah. Uh, it's held annually, same dates in Vegas every year as far as long as I know. And uh, I'm being sponsored to come out there and hang out with a group called Deadfoot Arms. Deadfoot <laughs> Dead Arms? Deadfoot Arms. Okay, yeah, they, cool. they got a crazy story. The, grand, uh, the grandfather had... Uh, a problem with his foot; it was pretty much dead with the, with the with the nerves. So they called the company Deadfoot Arms. Oh wow, <laughs> that's um, interesting. But they uh, they had, uh, basically taken an M4, got rid of the buffer spring, and anybody that knows knows that weapon system, uh, uh, they know that there has to be a buffer spring. So they right. they changed the actual uh, uh, operation of of an M4. Really, and they're the only ones in the industry that have it. So they have it was Deadfoot Arms. They're good uh, good group of guys to hang out. Okay. Uh, to hang out with, um, yeah. But Chacho is a, a a good time. It's actually kind of hard to get in there. I like going there. It's my second time. Awesome. Are yeah. you going to have like a booth there? Uh, I hang out with Deadfoot Arms a little bit. Oh, you're going to be at their booth. So people, so if people go to Shot Show in Vegas, I'm sure a lot of people are going to go. Um, There's a lot of people th- there. They're going to be. They're already there. Yeah. So people, if you go, if you after you hear this, then you can you can catch. You get, what what's the name of the booth again? Uh, Deadfoot Arms. Deadfoot Arms. So you'll be at Deadfoot Arms. They can come holler at you. So let's get to let's get to the, the the Second Amendment because a lot of people who understand their constitutional right and they understand why we have that constitutional right are um, understanding that we're up against a government, in some cases local governments that want to take that right away slowly but surely, kind of like the uh, with the frog boiling in the water. Yeah. They're gonna they're gonna slowly and surely take away our rights. Virginia is is a perfect example of what's going on. What's your take on on what's going on in Virginia? Well, I don't think people across the country understand how how important Virginia is right now with the Second Amendment because it's just it'll be a domino effect. If if the gun laws are changed there, then another state's going to want to change the gun laws, and they're very restrictive. I would become a criminal according to these laws if they pass. And they're very restrictive. I mean, even to have a firing pin for a, a carbine mm. is is against the law. Really? Uh, so, I mean, they're they're completely banning the AR-15? The, or the, even, the, the list of what they're trying to ban right now is insane. That's uh, crazy. Uh, anything over a 10-round mag, you know, magazine, that, that I can't even come up with a whole list right now. It's very, yeah. very restrictive. They don't even have a list. a lot of very... Uh, uh, you know, pe- prominent people in the in the community that have always been law-abiding citizens are going to become criminals overnight when these laws are passed. To include myself, wow, because of, because of a gun that I have, right? Um, that the slowly boiling frog is it's exactly right. You know? Or you give them an inch, they take a mile. You know, because let me tell you this: in Virginia, citizens, and I know people say that the the elections were kind of. A little funky, a little rigged up, kind of some overnight scandal type stuff to get Northam in, which Northam shouldn't even be in there in the first place because he's a he, he came out clearly as a wearing a KKK hoodie and all kind of the stuff that they will cancel any conservative that ever Mr. done Blackface. that. Yeah, Mister Black. I mean, he was he was caught in the middle of of, of two scandals, right? He yeah. was either the one it was wearing college. A, he, he might have been drinking, which is which yeah. which in in this in my I wouldn't care. Does look kind of racist, but, but in my <laughs> it, it does. And, and here's the thing. Here's the thing. He was one of the other. He was yeah. either he had a Klan hoodie on a blackface he had no way around that but the thing he lied about it and all that stuff man yeah. he shouldn't be in there but anyway if that was a republican that they he would have been out he'd have been out yeah, they, he'd, he'd been, been in jail yeah. they'd be probably put him in jail for some reason <laughs> so um so northam people voted for him unfortunately people in virginia 
voted for him, and he claims, and this is his claim. Now, you know, we I don't well, agree it, with it. You know how this works, though. It's census. Right. And it's it, it's funny in a state that's most, you know, where it's a huge, huge military, but none, none of that military votes there. They vote, you know, absentee ballot from where they're actually from. Right. So uh, I, mean, I don't want to say that, that, that there's a more of a conservative or a liberal leaning in the military because there, there is a mix, but uh, – Usually more conservative because I mean that's the hand that feeds us, right? Exactly. More so than the other. Yeah. Uh, uh, more uh, common uh, ways of thinking are are more conservative in the in the military. Um, and they're and they're not one of those tangents. I just told you I forgot what I was talking about. Yeah, no, no, sorry. <laughs> and, and, and so they're they're not they're not gonna they're not in a position to be an effective voter no. in Virginia because they're transplants. So that was my point. I actually yeah. heard uh, heard a, a news report and they're talking about the census. Yeah, uh, and our our electoral college. True. So they're counting everybody, whether they're illegal, illegal or not. Yeah. So when we have. A large population uh, concentration in, in uh, cities like Northern Virginia. Right. Uh, that's where that's where most of the votes get to come from. Representation. Right. And they're counting on census to increase representation on that side of the house by counting illegal immigrants, even though they're right. not voters. True. True. They shouldn't be included in census. Right. This is what California is doing and too. People don't even um, man on the street. You can go ask nine out of ten people. A lot of them tell you that we're in a democracy. Yeah, we're not. And we're not. And I, I believe we have people in office right now that uh, I wish they would just come out and say, hey, I don't believe in our in our former government of his representative republic. Right. I'm a socialist. I'm a communist. And right. This is what I'm running on. Right. But they do it surreptitiously. Yeah. Because they know nobody will buy that. Most American yeah. citizens are like, no, we, we understand our, the foundation of the Constitution. Uh, I'm saying I most. I think a lot of people educate I, themselves. I think on it's this. more. But I think it's more. Then there are not. Right. Yeah. But I think the people who are loudest are the dummies, the people who are falling for social media yeah. brainwashing for the, for the most part, because I think there's people on the conservative side that probably fall for Just it too. the herd mentality. Right. A lot of people will follow an idea or thought that's not even theirs. True. They haven't even investigated it for themselves, whether or not. True. It's it's something that they should follow. They're just following the herd. True. So. And so what, what, what do you think? What do you think? is going to come of that in two minutes. What, what do you think is going to come of Virginia? Do you think that this is going to be uh, kind of like a mini warfare situation on the 20th? No. Or do you think it's going to be a wash, but they're going, to make a na- they're going to make a statement? Well, I mean, Virginia is an open carry state. Um, I, I think that there's, I think I said earlier, 75% of the stuff you're going to see on TV is propaganda and it's misinformation. And it's going to drive the person that doesn't think for themselves to do stupid stuff. True. We, we can't have somebody show up to that thing uh, and then be enticed into each political party to to actually start a gunfight. And there's people, I believe, that are trying to do that, to try to make, yeah. a, try to make a scene. It's like, hey, I told you so. So I, I hope that people that go to this rally here in, in, uh, in Virginia, uh, you know, keep it civil. There's no reason to get aggressive True. unless someone aggresses you. Uh, and if you don't understand... Uh, escalation of force, you probably shouldn't be carrying one anyway. True, true. But we go and we got a we got a we got a break. Um, Mike Day is in the studio with us. He has a book coming out. Perfectly wounded, perfectlywounded.com. Get your pre-orders now. Go on the website now. It should be ready and available soon. June 8th to be the official launch date. Um, we'll be back to talk about more. You're listening to the Brandon Tatum show. Make sure you hold the phone. Brandon Tatum, KTAR News 923 FM.
The Show. Brandon Tatum Show. KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen and ladies. Again, I have Mike Day in the studio. I call him the baddest man alive. He, I'm going to say it for him because he won't say it for himself. You're listening. You know, this is every Saturday at 6 p.m. I got to always plug that because some people may be joining right now. They may forget uh, every Saturday at 6 p.m. If you're not following me on my social media platforms, you're making a huge mistake. The Officer Tatum on all of my social media, The Officer Tatum. Make sure you go to The Officer Tatum store. I forget to talk about talk about the store where well, all my merch is, is going to be there. Um, all of our stuff is lit. If you're watching uh, on the YouTube, all the stuff that I wear, it'll be on the merch store. Mike Day has a book that's coming out, uh, Perfectly Wounded. It'll be ready for pre-order soon. But go on the website right now. Don't wait to soon. Go on it right now. Keep checking back. Go on there and get your pre-order now. The official launch date will be June 8th. Correct. June 8th. Um, also, so so what I want to talk to Mike about in this segment, if you guys have been watching, you heard all the other wonderful stuff we talked about before. I want to talk about the book specifically. We, we had, we've touched on Virginia and all that stuff. I want to talk about the book. <laughs> so the things that I want to touch on is that, you know, why did you write the book? What prompted you to write the book? And then what do you want people to take from the book? People may think this is a, a hoorah, you know, type of thing. And, and, and it's just about, you know, guns blazing and stuff like that. But it's probably a lot more to it, obviously, especially your, your growing up, your life, you know, your, your youth and stuff like that is probably more uh, intriguing and amazing than even your battle. You know, so um, let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. So what, what inspired you to to write this book? Well, I've had a, uh, over my life, I've just had a, a whole lot of experiences that I know other people have, you know, yeah. you know, child abuse, grew up in a very, uh, very violent household. You know, I go talk about that and how I, uh, the trauma that it caused me, sometimes not not even recognized until later in my life, oh. um, and and the and the things that I had to do to survive and go through that. You know, and it, it, that made me ready to be to go into the SEAL teams. The SEAL teams for me was was challenging, but I would say it was easy yeah. uh, compared to my childhood. Uh, you know, it's not a shoot 'em up book, but I do talk about you know my experience in the SEAL teams. It's it's less than half of the book uh-huh. by far. Um, I'm more interested in the uh, the seven years after I got out of the Navy, where I was a wounded warrior advocate for Special Operations Command, yeah. and I uh, was a non medical case manager for probably upwards of 400 people, and that was uh, people from some of the worst combat injuries that were coming out of Iraq and Afghanistan uh, to uh, multiple different types of diseases: MS, Parkinson's, ALS, wow. cancer. Wow. Um, so I was basically I went from terrorizing people in the middle of the night to being a social worker, and I yeah I was a better social worker than I was a SEAL. I'm pretty sure, but really I did that okay. Yeah, <laughs> um, the humblest yeah, man was, on earth, the humblest man on earth too. <laughs> no, I was a better social worker. <laughs> um, yeah, I I got to observe all kinds of things. I got to observe you know medical care uh, yeah. from you know from the inside from so many different perspectives and and different types of medicine. And I've got my ideas on that. And, yeah, and those are in the book. You, you got them all listed out. Yeah, and I and I I had my bad time. Yeah, uh, I went uh, through a period of time where I was so depressed, where I was suicidal, and I actually a phone call actually stopped me from uh, from doing that. And uh, it wasn't PTSD; it was a physiologically driven condition yeah. uh, where um, you know accidentally I wound up working with a doctor named Doctor Beck who tests my you know my body, my urine, my blood, and my 
my poo and my <laughs> and my DNA. And yeah. he was like, hey, the reason why you're depressed is because your your gut flora is out of balance. Wow. wow. So I had too much of one bacteria, not enough of the other. Wow. I wasn't digesting food uh, to where your intestines can take the uh, vitamins and minerals out of it. Uh, and I was completely deficient in B12, D, you know, just all kinds of messes. And I had uh, heavy metals in me that had to be leached out. And combat. That combat. was all fixed with diet. Okay. Uh, I went on a very strict diet, and um, it slowly, I slowly improved. And I would probably say about two and a half, three months is when that cloud just kind of lifted. And it was, it was fixed through diet. Yeah, so, so you, yeah. you would say a large part of your book is going to be about life after or you know after your combat service mm-hmm. but the service to the community and what you were just talking about was is that the majority of your book or i would i would say probably three quarters of it three quarters of it about okay. a quarter of it's about my military experience like i said nobody would listen to me you yeah. might have been shot 27 times. Well, like, hey, that dude got shot 27 times. I'll tell you this. Let me, let me correct you the script. You might have something to say. Let me correct the script. People will listen to you <laughs> because you have a tremendous story, even outside of your service to this country. But what will people will be blown away. Because people are, you know, some people are simple-minded. Not the people that are buy your book because they're yeah. all perfect. I'm talking about somebody else that well, buy somebody else's book. It'll be a video book, too. They can listen to it. It'll be an audio yeah. book? It'll be video, audio. You have video, too? Yeah. That's going to be awesome, dude. I mean, is, will the video be... The video portion of it would be available in June, or it would that yes. be subsequent? It, it'll so, be available in June. In, in June, so yeah. they can get the full package when, in June. When, when it's released, it'll be audiobook, video book, multiple languages. Wow. Hardcover. I think, I don't know if the soft cover comes out at the same time. I think they run the hardcover for a bit. And okay. Then, Dude, I've never done this before, so. Dude, I'm I, you know, just guessing. You know, to be honest, I really hope. And I know you, I'm telling you, you're one of the most humble people that I know. I hope that this, this could be a movie. And yeah. the reason I say that Chris Pratt should play me at one point. You think so? <laughs> It'd have to be a couple of people because I was Yeah, you were different, different ages, got fat yeah, yeah. for a while. You got fat? Yeah. <laughs> like how fat? Like well, me fat or like Well, you're not fat. You dude, just kind you, of, you ain't seen me with my shirt off, of, man. Yeah. You know, no. Just I got I got some I got some handles over there. Thick bones. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm thicker than a snicker right now. I don't know, man. It's from eating this. Yeah, yeah. It's it's kind of being you know kind of fat and dumb. I mean, fat happy and dumb, you know. Well, the uh the night I got shot up, I was 205 pounds. Oh, Fair, fairly lean, uh, and I lost fifty five pounds in two weeks. Whoa! And I couldn't gain weight for months. And when I finally started gaining weight again, I just went up to two twenty five. Wow! Couldn't get in my clothes anymore. Holy smoke! You sound so, like me. It just happened so fast. Yeah. So you you have people play different parts. You know, when you're younger. Yeah. You know, um, you know, it's 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 interesting, man. I would love to see this movie because I would love to see you as a young man your perseverance through the traumatic situation with your father, um, seeing that play out, you're this young man with this with this kind of is this uh, adverse background decide that he's going to change you know himself and he's going to change the world and serve the world being a SEAL. Going through the process of being a Navy SEAL is crazy. I went to the thing. That was and, all accident, though. I, see, I remember, see, and that's another thing they need to know in your book. So because you, you talk about that in your book, right? Well, because was, you told me on stage. or I when was you, the ringleader of the kids that you don't want your kids to hang out with. See, I see, got kicked out of high school. And that's something. Okay. See, y'all, yeah, y'all, don't tell too much. Don't right. tell too much because people need to hear and, and read the whole book because what you're saying in the combat story, you know, that's not even a fraction no. of who you are, what you've been through, 
and who you've become and what you're advocating for here now and in the future. So people need to read the whole book. And I and I and the reason why I brought brought you here is because I want people to hear a little bit about your story, who you are, who is Mike Day. Because some people may not know who you are. The baddest man. People need to know who the baddest man in America is. And so I they want that can, on a wallet. I, you need it on a wallet. I need, I need to. They didn't have a Bam. painting. We didn't have a painting. <laughs> painting hashtag. So, uh, Mike, it was good having you here, man. You got to come back. You got to come back. Of it's over Please. time. I want I want to keep plugging the book because people need to hear your stories tremendous. And it's not just for you because it's, it's to help other people. Because I know there's other military personnel, military family members, um, people who have dealt with many of these things. They can take some from your book. So let me plug it real quick. Mike Day. Uh, is in the studio, Navy SEAL. His book is coming out. It's available for pre-sale. It'll be available soon, but go on the website right now, perfectlywounded.com, perfectlywounded.com. Go on and get the book now. You're listening to the Brandon Tatum Show on KTAR every Saturday at 6 p.m. I'll catch y'all next week. I'm out. This is the Brandon Tatum Show. The Brandon Tatum Show on KTAR News 92.3 FM and the KTAR News app.